Hello and welcome to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. Our desire with these episodes is to provide quality content based on the material we're working through in our weekly core group meetings. We're striving to build a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God through proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Redeemer Church Columbus podcast. This is a podcast where we're essentially taking advantage of this means of being able to communicate what we've discussed in our core group the week prior or the day prior. Normally this comes out on Sundays, the day of, but I'm a little behind this week due to doing it in a different location and different things of that nature. Regardless, I'm here by myself. I don't have a, another helper with me, but I'm going to discuss what we looked at this past Sunday during our core group time together. Now, Redeemer Church, as we've mentioned before, is um, it's really a church plant that strives to be a multi-demographic community of believers with the purpose of glorifying God by proclaiming the gospel, making disciples, and resting in Christ. Now, this past week on Sunday, we met together at the BSU in Columbus, Mississippi for our second core group time of worship. During this time, we looked at the second aspect of the four words in the gospel in four words, which is man. Now, the last time we met for worship, we looked at God. This time we looked at man. First and foremost, I just want to explain the gospel in, a, in its entirety. That way we're on the same page here. But it's more or less that God is perfect and holy, meaning he is without sin or error or without fault. But he's not only this perfect and holy God, but he's a creator. He's our creator. And because God is our creator, we're accountable to him, meaning he owns us. He can tell us what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And he can be the one in which we um, are held, held to a certain standard by now, God's holy, righteous creator, but he's also righteous. Now, because he's righteous, this means that he has to judge sinners for their sins. Something that's contrary to who he is, he has to judge. Now, that's where this last week's sermon came from was man. So, because man is naturally sinful, meaning that all men have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and that no, 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 not one is good. And so, because man's sinful, they're deserving the wrath of God. This is bad news. This would be bad news for you and I as well, that we are sinful individuals destined to God's judgment, which is eternal hell. Now, this would be horrific news if it stopped there. But God, in rich in mercy and love, sent his son into the world to die for those who would believe and trust in him. And in doing so, he's conquered sin, the death, the hell, and grave by living a perfect and holy life, becoming the one that would bridge a sinful humanity to a holy God which is only good news if we place our trust in him. That if we believe in Christ and faith, put our faith and trust in him, then we can be saved. Now, with all of this being the case, why is this important when we're looking at worship? First and foremost, 
as I explained on Sunday, our desire in picking out songs during our worship service or scriptures or prayers or communion, however these elements fall in the order of service, has a purpose behind it at Redeemer. That purpose being is that the gospel would be made known clearly by the things we say, sing, read, pray, or do. That before the the preaching of God's word even occurs on a Sunday gathering, the gospel would have been made so clear to the unbeliever in the room that they could walk out and have a good understanding of what God has done for us rather than a lot of questions. So, that's the why about worship. But how is understanding man helpful for us in living but also in sharing the gospel. So first and foremost, it's helpful in us living because it allows us to show much empathy and grace to those around us. What I mean by that is that if we truly understand the depravity of man, the sinfulness of man, then we're not going to be shocked when unbelievers act like unbelievers, but we're also not going to be shocked when the believer doesn't always act right or do what they're supposed to do because ultimately we're all just redeemed people still struggling with a sinful nature. Now, how does it help us when sharing the gospel? It helps us when sharing the gospel because if we don't do the first two things well, meaning God holy, righteous creator, man sinful, depraved individual doomed to the judgment of God. If we don't do a good framework of presenting these two things, if we don't lay down the foundation well, then what we're going to do is not give a compelling need for Christ to come. And if there's not a compelling need for Christ, then there's no need in placing our faith in him. So we must do these first two things well because it enables us in sharing the gospel in such a way that the lost individual knows truly what their issue is. And it's that they're sinful, deserving of the wrath of God. The wrath of God. But God is entering, intervening on their behalf in Christ Jesus. So, shorter than usual, primarily because I don't have anyone else with me to kind of buffer and add to it. But I just wanted to throw something out there for you. Um, these are things that I could talk on for days. And so if you have any questions or anything for me to expand upon, I would be more than happy to do that. Or maybe in the future, when we address this topic some more, we can go in more in-depth conversation on the podcast. But regardless, I want to thank you for listening. And I hope that you would have a great week. Thank you for listening to another podcast episode for Redeemer Church in Columbus, Mississippi. We hope this material has been beneficial. 